Kristen and Nige for breakfast. Old friends, new way to wake up on Mix 106.3. Kristen, we're talking about irreplaceable lost things. Carrie After Bookmore, Carrie Bookmore yeah. well, she refound her Order of Australia medal that she lost. Less yeah. than an hour after she received it. <laughs> but what we're looking for, yeah, is, you know, things that are irreplaceable. Yep, there's plenty of them. Because you, you can still replace it. You could still buy another one, I'm sure, of anything, but it's not the same. Yeah, like the watch that your mum and dad gave you with the engraving on it, oh, don't which you lost. That was my 21st birthday gift. You got another one, you got yes. the same engraving on it, it's but it's not, not the same. It, it's, it's never the, the same, same, is it? Uh, Anthony from Isaacs, uh, what did you lose that was irreplaceable, mate? Uh, it was a pocket watch, an old fob watch. Oh, um, wow. It belonged to my great great uncle. Um, he was killed in World War One. Wow. Um, the the chain on the watch had cricket medals for ten years running. He was best batsman <gasps> up in Newcastle. Oh, man. My brother showed the watch to some mates. A week later, the house was broken into. The watch was gone. Oh, oh man. Hey. Oh, let's play. Let's play some Beyonce. I don't want to be that guy, but was that a coincidence? I don't know. Um, You know what I mean? I I believe it was. Um, Okay. I believe it was. Okay. Uh, But uh, I still hold hope that one day that watch is just going to turn up somewhere. Well, Anthony, I sincerely hope it does, mate, Mm -hmm. because that is exactly the sort of irreplaceable thing Mm -hmm. that we're talking about. Damn. Amanda in Murrumbateman. Oh. Now, this is something that your husband lost. Yes. Good oh. morning, guys. How are Hello. You? Really good, thank you. Um, what's, good. What is this thing that hubby lost? His wedding ring. Oh. oh yeah, see? Yeah. It's, and, like, it happens all the time. And, again, like, you can go out and you can buy another one, but it's not the same. Well, he's lost it more than once, too. So <laughs> we're on the third time of losing it, and I don't think it's coming back this time. Oh. Well, I guess it's about how you lose it, too. I mean, if you lose it because you're, you know, water skiing or something, fair <laughs> enough. But if you lose it because you took it off at a singles night <laughs> um, and then it fell out of your pocket, well, it's all, that's... It's all about context. Isn't it? <laughs> Amanda, you and hubby, still, you're still friends? Uh, yes, Even after much. ring number three? Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, you know, got to give him something. Yeah, yeah, till death do us part and all that. Oh, <laughs> all well, that. what are you going to do, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for your call, Amanda. No worries. Bye. Kristen and Nige for breakfast on Mix 106.3. Kristen and Nige's suburb song dedication on Mix 106.3. I'm rocking the suburbs. Um, for a long time now here on the show, I've sort of lost count of how many suburb song dedications we've done. I think we're up to 30. 30 odd? Mm. Wow, that's a lot of songwriting. It's it's a lot of singing from people who are not professional singers. Well, Kate Rice is. I tell you what, if nothing else... Kristen and Marge, not so much. I've I've gained a newfound respect for people who write songs. Mm. Oh, absolutely. Because all all we're doing is parodying Mm. an existing Mm. song. We're just taking words and changing them a bit. Imagine how hard it would be to write one from scratch. No, damn. So usually we spin a wheel, you know, and that the wheel decides which suburb we're going to dedicate a song to. But this week we went, nah, nah. There was no point spinning the wheel because Queen Bean wasn't on it. No. But I've been wanting to do a song for Queen Bean for the longest time. Mm. So we put our heads together, and we've come up with for the first time ever a full song too, mm. from start to well, finish. Queen Bean's worth it. Oh, absolutely. Mm. It'd be worth an extended mix if there was one. Of our dedication to Queen Bean. I don't know what we're going to call it. Just listen to it. Here at Mix 106.3. On a cold winter's morning, on a bus bound for Fishwick, 
I met up with a listener. We just couldn't find a seat. So we took turns at staring at the window at the airport as the border fast approached us. He began to speak. He said, Nudge, I've lived my life in a bunch of different places. And growing up in Canberra pulled the wool over my eyes. All the years that I've spent looking at the politicians' faces make me feel like drinking whiskey. Now let me give you some advice. Then he pointed out the window as we rolled down Pialigo. Then it just became Yas Road, that's when I saw the light. And the license plates turned yellow. And that's when this fine young fellow said, if you're going to move to Queen Bean, you got to learn to do it right. You got to go for a holding. Go for a Ford, son. Go for a footy team. And go for a rum. You want to save your money. Go and slap it on the table. Save yourself a house deposit. And move to Queen Bean. Postcode where we're thriving You know that they can groom your cat And there's a giant snail The snags are green at Lindbeck's And Seaford's near the Bowls Club I'm not even joking, friend She's the jewel of New South Wales Mark Webber drove for Red Bull And Lazenby was James Bond Sticky's coach and readers And the riverside is sweet Somewhere on the main street There's the Central Royal and Walshers And in this final verse We've got two blokes called Campese You got to go for a holding Go for a Ford, son Go for a Fordy team And go for a rum You want to save your money Go and slap it on the table Save yourself a house deposit fun putting that together for you. You know, my, fa- my proudest moment uh, of this week mm. has been a text I got earlier from my dad. Oh. Barry sent me a text when we played that the first time and he, and he said he really liked it. <laughs> was it the line about the snail? Because I really oh, felt like probably. that brought us home, Nigel. Probably. That brought us home. The video is now up on our mixed Facebook page. Oh, it uh, is? Yeah, if you want to get on and have a little bit of a look. Does the video feature the giant snail? Of course it does. Oh. 
Of course it does. Even I haven't work- seen the giant snail yet. Our work here is done, Nigel. Go and check it out on <laughs> Facebook and tag in a friend yeah. who lives in Queanbeyan. Please mm-hmm. do. Kristen and Nigel for breakfast on Mix 106.3. Divorce month. Actually, yeah. what, is, what is this okay. divorce month? So I'm getting my hair done last night for the Meninga medal, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, my hairdresser said to me, how's the house hunting going? Oh, that's and a I was tough like, question. Oh, don't, Bit awkward. Don't, no one Not mentioned today. the war. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, horrendous. Just hard. Look, we've, we've just decided to press pause. We're just saving our pennies and, you know, we might relook. Maybe next year. Yeah. Yeah, because every time you find a house, some other clown buys it. Oh, how dare they? Right? (laughs) Some other clown has just more money. Anyway. Shameful. Anyway. She was like, oh, good idea. You'll wait for divorce month. (laughs) Uh, what? And I went, what? She goes, divorce month, it's a thing. So this is a real estate thing? When we were looking for our house, um, our real estate agent told us about it. uh, January is divorce month. So what? So couples, right? That during the year have decided that the relationship is over. Right. Usually, see it out until Christmas, especially if there's like children involved. They sort of want to save face, you know, with and the just family and, and with the family oh. stuff, they'll get through Christmas. Because you don't want to be saying, "Look, Santa brought us divorce papers." <laughs> Good on you, Saint Nick. But when January rolls around, that's when everyone goes right. It's over. Yep. Fresh start, new year, and all of these houses go onto the market. So, in real estate wow. circles, they oh call January Divorce Month. And I'm like, I don't know <laughs> if this is a thing. So, wow. That just sounds like something they've made up. I thought the exact same thing. Yeah. So, I like, are you in real estate? Can you confirm or deny? Yeah. Either way. Is January Divorce Month on 62421063? Because oh, when wow. we were looking for houses, yeah, obviously the summery months, we mm. thought it seemed like there were more houses going on the market, but we thought that that was just because, mm. oh, it's nice weather and everyone's getting their stuff done, And what? but no. No, it's people pretending to love each other and, <laughs> and, 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 until Santa Claus and Auntie Judy has gone home. <laughs> Give us a call. Is divorce month a thing? Yes. If you're in real estate, yes. we would love to hear from you on 6421063. Kristen and Nights for breakfast on Mix 106.3. Kristen. This morning, we're talking mm. about the Hemsworths and the Lucases. Keeping it in the family, really. It, it's it's complicated, but it's not. So mm. back in the early 2000s, Chris Hemsworth mm. was was working with Isabel Lucas on Home and Away. You might remember them from Skyfire one year. Yeah. Weren't they here? Yeah. Like many years ago. Every time I see Thor on, on the big screen, I go, oh my God. I sat next to him <laughs> at Skyfire, chatted for about half an hour and had a beer. Mm. And he was the nicest dude who's ever mm. graced... The, the, the stage at so, Skyfire. So they were together many, many, many years. Yeah, so Isabel God. Lucas and Chris Hemsworth were together briefly. Mm. They dated back in the early 2000s. Yes. Obviously since they've split up. Mm-hmm. Chris is now married. He's got his own family. But Isabel Lucas still friends with the family. Yes. Now, rumours abound at the moment that his brother Liam, who recently broke up with, with Miley mm. Cyrus, mm. is now spending a lot of time with <laughs> Isabel Lucas. And they're thinking they might end up together, so which is great. So we're asking whether you've dated... Siblings, I guess. Dated one brother and yeah. then broke up and dated an, a, another brother mm-hmm. or sisters or vice versa, whatever whatever it is. Uh, Kim from Tugwanong, has this happened in your world? Hi. 
Hi. <laughs> I'm very Hi, well. Kim. Have you dated yes. two brothers or, or how did that I go? I did. I did. Years <gasps> ago, I met an American guy and um, by the name of Clint and I met him and he was wonderful. Mm. Yeah. And then he introduced me to his brother and I actually liked the brother more. Oh, wow. Oh. And oh. so do you, you broke up with Clint and then d- dated the other brother? Yes, I did. And yeah. how did it work out, Kimmy? I'm not with either of them. <laughs> oh, I'm, glad I, I'm glad I asked that question. Very glad. Now, the big Good question. Good story, though. Kim, how, how quickly did you, how do we put this, make the switch? Mm. So did you immediately break up with one? Within a week. Within a week? Oh, Kimmy, well, sometimes yeah. you just, you've got to work fast, right? That's right. Mm. Wow. There you go. And was it so, awkward? Was the other brother a bit uh, jealous? Very or? awkward, yes. Very awkward. One was working for NASA and one was a teacher. And the teacher that I ended up with, and uh, he wanted me to go back to America, and I said no. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Kim, breaking hearts wide <laughs> open all over the nation's capital. Uh, Kim, thank you so good much one, for your Kimmy. call. No problem. Have a good day. And so look at that. There's hope. See? There's hope for Liam and Isabel. Mm-hmm. Just, There's enough time. They'll just break up real quickly once it's all happened. But, you know, at least he's out there having a go, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yay. Best of luck to them all. Kristen and Nights for breakfast on Mix 106.3.